My name is Brittany, Sag, Libra, Gemini. Howdy. Uh, my name is Brooke. I'm a Taurus, Pisces, Womp, Gemini. <laughs> and this is Gemidike Rising. Hell yeah. Welcome to the party. Here we go. <laughs> We're having a party. Mercury is retrograde, but it is still a party. I don't care. <laughs> the most manic, sad party <laughs> is the embodiment of a Phoebe Bridgers yeah. concert. Oh my God. Yeah. It's a Which pain. all those videos I've been seeing, I'm like, my God, that looks like a good time. I haven't seen any videos about it. She wears that skeleton onesie an awful lot. Mm, I could get into that. I can get into that. Oh, Brittany, how are you? Oh, you know. <laughs> um, I am here. I'm queer and um, I'm living in a constant state of fear. Yeah. <laughs> how are you, Brooke? Uh, you know, uh, I'm getting a little murked by Mercury right now. But, uh, you know, I'm hanging in there. I'm, I'm trying. I'm like the little cat poster, you know, where the cat's on the branch, like hanging, hanging in, in there. there. <laughs> yeah, I feel. I feel that uh, very hard. What? So there's like several planets in retrograde right now, right? Yeah, like seven planets. Like most of our solar system is retrograde currently. It's like super cool and super fun. Totally chill, not stressful <laughs> or uh, problematic at all. Yeah, no. Yeah. Hardly it, affects our day-to-day -day life. Absolutely Retrogrades. not. Retrogrades. <laughs> absolutely not. Retrograde uh, is, is spicy right now. I mean, we're Gemini rising, so we are, our chart ruler is Mercury, just like Virgos. So retrogrades are always going to just hit us a little bit harder, for sure. Libras are getting rocked, too. Libra risings. Sorry, you little hotties. God only gives his <laughs> hardest battles to his strongest warriors. <laughs> I read that on an affliction shirt once. <laughs> I only take life advice or uh, anything from affliction shirts. Doi. <laughs> Doi. I've been rewatching uh, Jersey Shore recently. <laughs> Maybe I don't even know if they wore affliction shirts. I'm sure they did, but I've been watching it recently and it's been like, you know, just that mindless television that you watch to make all of your in real life problems go away. Still stresses me out as a recovering alcoholic seeing a, a group of friends just black out every single night and have questionable consensual sex. I'm like, <laughs> but family first, right? <laughs> Love that for you. Love that for you. Yeah, I feel like affliction shirts, Ed Hardy shirts is very Jersey. I've never actually seen Jersey Dutch shirts. Hats. Oh, fun Dutch hats. No, I forgot those existed. Oh, wait, that's Sammy not and her little white shorts. <laughs> I've never seen the Jersey Shore, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately. I don't know. Maybe I've been blessed by You've not. never seen an episode of it. No. <gasps> You're not missing out on much. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, it is just like a little snapshot of time from you know 2009 to 2012. I've done anything I watch. I do a deep dive on the internet while I'm watching it to figure out every in and out of mm -hmm. the television show. Jersey Shore had about six seasons, all filmed between 2009 and 2012. Wow. That is a lot of cameras on Guidos and Guidettes for a very short period of time. Yeah, I do appreciate Jersey Shore uh, making Guidos and Guidettes like known to the world. So now I know to avoid them at all costs. I do appreciate 
I do appreciate that. Also, like normalizing like pickle love because I'm very much in that boat. Okay, so you do know that Snooki had some intense pickle love. I know I live under a rock for the most part, but I couldn't really escape uh, the Jersey Shore chat of that time. Oh yeah, GTL, gym, tan, laundry, t-shirt time. What is what? t-shirt time? What is t-shirt time? Um, so the gentlemen while they get ready for a night out. They obviously do GTL, but while they're getting ready and pre-gaming and getting their hair together and everything, they wait until the very last minute to put on their t-shirt so they don't get anything on it and so that it's a fresh, clean, crisp shirt. Oh. And they would sing it, and then also, cabs are here. That one. Is it? When the cabs get there, they take them to their uh, bottle service club that they're inevitably going to. Remember the, the club that was called Bed? No. Bed and Karma was that? Is that one here or was that one under? You wouldn't know. I would. <laughs> They're always just like one word names, like that character Stefan from Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. Like New York's hottest club is. Oops. <laughs> I do like the name Bed because you can just be like, "I'm going to bed," and then be out there. Oh, I'm really proud of you for getting a good solid eight hours. No, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to be doing coke until 5 a.m. Yeah, solid eight hours of coke for sure. <laughs> Dude. Tuck me in. <laughs> yeah, man. How so how has retrograde been for you? Uh just about every way that retrograde affects you, it has affected me, but probably most it's been a lot of miscommunication and not being understood. And I've discussed it multiple times on this podcast. That that's the most important thing to me ever. And also with my chart, having a really hard time and getting frustrated when um, I'm not able to be understood and like having that temper side, it's just been not great. <laughs> not great. But I'm mindful of it. So on the end where I can be spicy and snap whenever I'm not getting those things and feeling understood, I'm conscious of it. So I'm really trying to be mindful of it. And I think that that's helping a lot. And a lot of the time with retrogrades, I feel like they are just like those opportunities to learn and like go into yourself and reassess. And it's just like that checkup from the neck up. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. I've, ha- I've been experiencing the exact same issues, just communication breakdowns. A lot of like, no, that's not what I said. That's what you heard. I definitely too, like uh, with the Mercury Libra and Mars in Libra and this retrograde. It's like a very passive aggressive energy. And I, and I'm not used to that. Honestly, I do not vibe with that at all. I don't vibe with that at all, but I I don't do that. And I don't like it being done to me. Why waste your time with clear uncut communication? A quiet mouth doesn't get fed. (laughs) Be the squeaky wheel. If you need something to change, do it in a productive way, but I don't, I just really dislike passive aggressiveness. Yeah, I operate in just aggressiveness most of the time, <laughs> but I have even I have been feeling passive aggressive and like petty. That's one of the things I love about understanding astrology and like knowing that, you know, this is happening because I'm like, okay, bitch, like you can't let Mercury win. You exactly. can't. And just trying to overcompensate. I mean, you and I even had a little miscommunication situation. It wasn't hateful or nasty. It was a it was a more like hurt feelings and just like, hey, what's going on, pal? Definitely. I remember I like try I like called you specific like Brittany hates 
phone calls. Brooke hates text messages, <laughs> which works great for our communication. Yeah, no, it's it's really sick and really cool. Uh, but I, I called her because I was like, I refuse to let any tone get misconstrued, anything. Like, we need to overcompensate in this retrograde period. And the miscommunication happened through text message. Mm-hmm. So... I was I was definitely on board for the phone call. Yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised that you were just like, yes, no phone call is the correct way to do it this time around. But we got through it, you know, like Mm -hmm. we were able to just say, okay, this is happening. This retrograde is going on and we We need to. We both right off like you right off the bat. You were like, so with retrograde, I feel like our communication was off the other day I just want you to know where I'm at and I want to know where you're at and then we can figure it out and that's exactly what happened it was so sweet and perfect truly it's like so good to just be able to navigate that and have an understanding of what's going on but yeah like Mercury has been fucking with me at work Mm -hmm. technology like everything I've had so many like software crashes recently so much of that bullshit emails so frustrating because it's so out of your hands yeah I spent like three hours a few nights ago trying to like fuck with this video audio situation it was an hour and a half to like get it all together an hour and a half for the file to fucking convert and then I opened it up after three hours and it was corrupted and I was like okay you won this round Mercury you won this round Mercury I'm not gonna fight you I'm gonna be dodging I'm blocking you I'm just like swerving you all that's the only thing you can do I haven't had to wait that long for a file to download since LimeWire was a thing (laughs) and I was trying to download MCR like come on as the Lord intended I just want to listen to Hello and cry a lot please (laughs) yeah retrograde is just for everybody who who doesn't know what retrograde actually means is a period of time where the earth is moving faster than the planet that is retrograde so it's kind of like when you're driving your car down the highway and you're going really fast and the car next to you even though they're also moving it looks like they're going backwards and uh, with mercury being the planet of communication and technology and like all of that shit it's those are the things that are breaking down Mm -hmm. which is uh, you know something that we deal with in our everyday lives even though there are seven planets retrograde right now mercury being like so close to earth and so heavily influencing on our day-to-day lives it's why it just seems to hit just all that harder you know it's more impactful Definitely. Besides communication and technology, there's are there a couple other things that are affected with retrograde? I feel like there are those just main the main two things. Those are at least with Mercury retrograde, okay. those are kind of the main things. Venus retrogrades also hit very hard because of its proximity to Earth. But with Venus, it's going to be those things involved with Venus. So your money might be fucked up, your relationships might be fucked up. That can be so frustrating. Oh yeah. Venus retrograde. Huge parts of your life. Yeah. And I mean, for me, this whole communication thing is 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 just really, really frustrating. So much of what I do and so much of what you do is so heavily based in communication. And I think just with the types of people we are always wanting to feel understood, always wanting to feel known, wanting to have that part be so easy. It like, it affects me a lot whenever I'm not able to have that. Oh yeah. Gemini, Gemini's not being able to properly communicate is 
a terror. I don't feel like I am even myself or I'm navigating the world in any way that is productive to who I am. Uh, so that's been really cool and really fun <laughs> and really cute and awesome. And I love it here. I think that it is a good reminder that like we are in control mm -hmm. whenever you are mindful of these things. So much of this is about being mindful mm. and being aware and being prepared for it when you can kind of anticipate it. Like that's why we know that when Mercury is in retrograde, that these things are going to happen. Just keep a little eye out for it. Yeah. Pick up on those context clues and be like, not today, Satan. We're not going to let this happen. I am an evolved person. I have the steps and tools that I need to move past this. And you will. Feelings are fleeting. These moments are fleeting. They don't last forever. Mm -hmm. and you just got to remind yourself of that. Yes. It's very hard, though. It's very hard. And Tra it's going to be lasting until October 18th. 18th. Yeah. Which is so interesting because Jupiter, which has been retrograde for several months now, mm -hmm. is also going direct that day. What a collective fucking sigh the 18th will be. Just oh, love that. Can't wait. And it's just going to be an, an autumnal little oasis that it's, we can just bask in and, and uh, reassess. Yeah. Speaking of autumnal oasis, yes. our topic of the day is Libra. 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 All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have a plan of how we're going to go about this. Just a little warning. Uh, and these are baseless generalizations. Baseless. Not baseless. <laughs> not baseless, but broad generalizations. Gross generalizations. Uh, gross generalizations. <sighs> Who here has been personally victimized by Libra? Everyone's raising their hand in here besides Regina George. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah. Libra. You'd think as a Taurus also being ruled by Venus that I would really vibe with Libras. <laughs> and I don't. Libra. You know, there is no such thing as a bad sign. There is no such thing. But boy, howdy, can I sense the shadow on them hoes? See, I'm the opposite. I'm like, a Libra, you're so pretty and cute. I like you. Yeah. You're fun and bubbly like me. Yeah, yeah. You're also a Libra moon, so <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. You also have a real issue with Libra moons. Tell why. <sighs> yeah. Is there a specific quality about Libra moons in general that really peeve you, grind your gears, irk you? Yes. Um, I am someone who very much knows what I am feeling at all times. Even if it's incorrect, I know it's incorrect. Libra moons just uh, never really quite know how they feel. They... Wait, wait. Libras are indecisive? <laughs> uh, yeah, to put it kindly. Uh, yeah, Libra... <laughs> decisive uh they're also uh you know in my experience libras are little liars you know and it, they're little <laughs> fucking liars man and not in the same way uh a pisces or a gemini two of my big three mind yeah. you are liars uh they're liars because they will lie to keep the peace which i find almost more annoying i find it way more annoying they're truth seekers that seems like a really odd quality i would not say that libras are truth seekers i guess that well actually that's not true they they're looking for truth but in a way that they are trying to find the common ground in the middle right that is what i mean yes yes that is great correction that is what i mean by that yeah 
they're definitely always trying to find that common ground, which I do appreciate. My little Gemini ass appreciates that. Talk I just not indecisive. <laughs> yeah, no, I Libras and Geminis both see both sides of the story, but Libras, man, like for fuck's sakes, like you you don't have to lie to get out of conflict. Like conflict is fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's healthy sometimes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just really gets me going. Do you think that Libras have an, an issue with conflict or just in general difficult conversations? It's both. I think it's both. They just want to be liked very much. You know, Libra is opposite of Aries. Aries is about I. Libra is about us. Mm-hmm. So they are so motivated by keeping the us intact mm-hmm. you know and which is a good quality to an extent you know I can appreciate it but at the same time it's like it's okay it's fine mm-hmm. it's okay to be frustrated about something we can talk about it we can work through it and Libra is a very communicative sign um, but they're they're often going to put the other person first and then push their feelings aside I don't like that For my friends, my friends that are Libras, I just don't like that for them. They deserve better than that. Mm -hmm. And would you would you say that Aries almost has the mentality of take it or leave it? At least I'm being honest. But Libras would almost be like, I can see both sides. And, you know, I guess I could have done this. And you 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 know, you definitely did this. But, you know, I, I understand you did this because of this. That sort of like understanding and playing both sides devil's advocate sort of thing. Yeah. That's, that is very much the, that's the entire encompassing energy of Libra for sure. And as an Aries Mercury, I'm not into it. Sorry. Libras, you're ruled by Venus. You are beautiful. You're hot. Stay away from me, please. (laughs) My body can't handle it. (laughs) I can't handle it. I can't handle it. Well, I, I, like I said, we're going <laughs> to we're going to be playing a little bit good cop bad cop here. Uh, I mean, all cops are bad, but uh, yeah, we're the Libra moon is going to find that balance here for all the Libra slander I'm about to spit out. I'm going to make I'm going to be doing the Libra thing to you while you shout terrible things about Libras. I'm going to be like, "Well, you know, I understand that you feel this way, but I think that they do it because they And you're going to hate it. So let's just dive into it. Let's just dive into it. You know, Libras are diplomatic and Libras, you know, they want things to be balanced, which which actually, actually, in the spirit of Libra, speaking of balance, going back and listening to our Venus episode, it got a little fire Venus centric. (laughs) Well, because... We are. We are. That's our experience. So we thought... You're Aries. I'm Sag. Yeah. Yeah. I we thought that it would be a good idea to go back and hit the uh, other elements of in Venus a little. Give them some love. Give them some love. You know. I love that. Yeah, and Libra rules Venus, so it makes sense. People just get on board with it. Uh, so we did talk at great length about fire Venuses. So we already know they're passionate. They're they're driven. They're going to be hot. You know, very quick to love. Uh, in and out want to experience things totally a lot of the building and connection is probably through experiences definitely so that's that energy we don't need to harp on that too much but let's hit the other ones a little bit stronger here do you want to start with let's start with earth man (laughs) you know i love a little earth i love connections with earth venus Mm mm-hmm 
it's easy to, you know, they're going to be so grounded. They want something too that is stable. They want something that is reliable. They want something that is very practical. Earth Venuses, I feel very much are going to, their their love language is going to be acts of service. They want some sort of tangible, like proof of your love. Making them their favorite meal. Yes. Or even their not favorite meal. Just a meal. <laughs> Definitely. So, so nice. You have a, a low tire. They're going to air that up for you. Mm-hmm. Something like practical too, probably. Yeah. Hey, I saw you were out of de- deodorant. I picked it up from the store. Mm. Also take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> you stinky, smelly bitch. <laughs> Tom's is not cutting it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Virgo Venuses specifically are going to be obviously service oriented, you know, that kind of thing. Earth, or excuse me, Taurus Venuses are going to be, they're going to want something tangible and practical, but Tauruses are also more sensual as well. Um, so they want, they're going to want to feel what you're giving them and they're going to want to reciprocate that as well. Big on romance. Big on romance and they're fixed Earth. So they are loyal, loyal, loyal. The fixed signs are going to be like that in general, but fixed Earth, I mean, it's, it is truly fucking immovable. Taurus Venuses, in my experience, are, they're the kind of people that are going to be in relationships way longer than they need to because they're going to try to make that shit work. In every way. In every way. To the point where they're sacrificing part of themselves to make it work? I would say so. Not in all circumstances, sure. but yeah. That's a lot of their energy. That's so surprising to me since Taurus tends to be like how you've described feet on the ground, Mm -hmm. constant, sturdy, that sort of like thing that to compromise yourself seems like something that wouldn't really be within their wheelhouse. I feel like that's surprising. Yeah, it's for at least in the Venus placement. Yeah, yeah, in Venus placement, they they want that relationship to Mm -hmm. work. The relationship is solid in the ground. You know, if they have other really heavy Taurus placements, that would probably change because it is so stubborn. But in the Venus placement, that stubbornness is applied to the relationship. Sure. They're like, this thing is working whether or not it should. (laughs) You know, (laughs) Uh, Capricorn Venuses, they want, you know, Capricorn is so reward based Mm -hmm. that's like their whole motivation so they're going to want a relationship that feels like it's working for them sure and they are working for it um it's got to be a two-way street with them definitely and it is a cardinal it is cardinal earth you know so they are going to start relationships more but there's still i mean earth is always going to have that footing it's always going to be um deeply in the soil capricorn i haven't had a lot of experiences with capricorn venuses obviously so if you're a capricorn venus let us know how you love i want to see how that manifests itself irl i do too that seems like a really good quality in a partner i think so that too i mean I liked I like my energy matched. I want to meet in the middle. I think that that is one of the biggest parts of being in a healthy relationship, whether it be romantic, platonic. You got to meet in the middle. Certainly, so Libra. And relationships ebb and flow. You know, sometimes you're able to give more. Sometimes you're able to receive more. But you know, it, it does have to be a balance. Yeah, your little Libra moon is like I need it. I need it. I need it. But I also need to be admired and adored. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. 
so let's talk about air venuses next. Okay. Air venuses are going to be, I mean, air. It's like the wind. It's flighty. It's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's also like we said in the Venus episode, like cerebral. But they're going to want it to be fun as well. They're, they're here for a good time, not necessarily a long time. Is it also kind of shared experiences like maybe a fire? Yeah, Venus. Definitely. Well, Fi- fair, fire and air. Fire and air. I mean, those are the opposite of each other in, you know, in the Zodiac. So they're going to kind of possess that same feel. Um, fuel it. Fuel, oh, yeah. Air fueling the fire. Yeah. For sure. Venus is ruled by Libra. Mm-hmm. Or no, excuse me. Wrong. Libra is ruled by Venus. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be happy. It's going to be comfy. Out of any fucking leave replacements, this is the most acceptable, in my opinion. <laughs> but it's good. I mean... They love to love. Mm-hmm. They absolutely love to love. One thing about a Libra Venus, though, is that indecisive nature of of Libra. They can have a hard time kind of settling down, which is surprising because mm-hmm. they they just see all the options. They see all the choices. And they're like, oh, do I like this person? I like this person. And especially with that kind of charming Libra energy, they got options. Mm-hmm. They have a pool of people who want them. I often think that, <clears throat> excuse me, Libra and Sagittarius would I always think, wow, what a perfect match. And sometimes they are, but I think because they are both so flighty, they have a hard time deciding with each other. They have so much fun and burns white hot and then it probably dissipates. Yeah. Well, and the thing too is Sagittarius is the truth seeker in the actual truth seeking way. Mm-hmm. And Libra, not so much. Yeah. They want to meet in the middle, but they're they're not necessarily going to be upfront about it, which I can see is really a Because they'll be self-sacrificing. Yeah. They'll put their needs behind somebody else's for the sake of it quote unquote working yeah and i think for a while sag will be down with that they're like yeah. okay you, you defer to me i'll allow it but- i i like to you know i like to make plans i mm-hmm. I, I like to do what i want to do Take i can charge. go with the flow but i got ideas you yeah. know so definitely uh aquarius venus that's a tough placement y'all uh that will be a little more detached they're going to really intellectualize their relationships Mm -hmm. you know does this actually work for me does this actually work in my life how does this play into the bigger picture of my story that's very much the energy of an aquarius venus it gives me very much the bell jar with like the fig tree you know what i mean (laughs) do you know what i mean i do know what you mean yeah, like yeah. you know, where there's is it, it's about figs, right? Yeah, all the different figs on the tree, and you know, like all the different routes you could take. Are you settling and limiting yourself from meeting people or having these experiences? If I want to ask an Aquarius, if I want to have an entire afternoon spent doing something, I'm going to ask an Aquarius the meaning of life, and yeah. they will talk your ear off about it until you make them stop. Yeah, until <laughs> the Taurus comes home. Totally. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, finally, Gemini Venuses are going to be. Kind of the same as a Libra Venus in the terms of like a little bit wishy-washy, a little bit options. Maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't, that whole thing. But they're going to be fantastic communicators. Uh, They're also going to be really like observe. It's almost like they're just looking at their relationship rather than experiencing it. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. That's what I would say about that. Water Venuses, which I love a water Venus. I love a water Venus. Emotion. Yeah, emotional, passionate. They are definitely the people who are going to like 
have a total fucking breakdown over <laughs> a heartbreak. Uh, not that <laughs> not that anyone else wouldn't. I've right. had my fair share. But yeah, I mean, I love it. They're sensitive, you know, and they really feel their emotions. They want their emotions to be felt. They want that really deep, the depths of the, the ocean depths. kind of yes. love. Yeah. Scorpio they is- They want to dive deep. They want to dive deep, especially Scorpio, especially Pisces. Scorpio, a Scorpio Venus is like, they want loyalty yeah. so hard. They can be very withholding, but you have to earn that trust. Sure. And once it's there, you have it. But once it's lost, it's lost. Mm-hmm. You are like, dead to them yeah they want to experience kind of a transformative quality in their relationships they want to be changed and they want to be changed like they want to change you through that relationship not change you like your habits or whatever but they want it to be like deeply impactful almost like this morphing into two separate people into like this partnership being a brand new collective thing. yes that's important Yep. Scorpio is all about death and rebirth. So it's like they want to be born again as a unit. Yeah. That is so wildly like old school romantic. Yeah. Scorpio Venus is like wearing a vial of their partner's blood around their neck, which I love. Scorpio Venuses, please call me. Um, (laughs) Slide into the DMs, please. Yes. A Pisces Venus is going to be wildly idealistic. They are the very much the ones that are like believe in the soulmates, believe in that fairy tale kind of rom-com love mm-hmm. which bless their hearts you know i love that yeah i'm an amalgamation of every rom-com girl i've ever seen in a movie i was <gasps> like yeah that's gonna be my whole personality I so love i that. love that that's very cute i i really admire the pisces the pisces venus um i tend to have kind of a more you know maybe it's the taurus in me but a little bit more of a grounded approach to it, practical but I do have, maybe practical yes but i do appreciate it it's very sweet um yeah very sweet Can't, it kind of taps into like that creativity aspect of like a pisces too yes i would definitely say so they're going a pisces venus is also definitely going to want to their relationships to be imaginative they want to kind of dream big with their partner like look at all the look at all we could be you know mm-hmm. look at our potential which i do feel like a pisces venus similarly to like and, and pisces and taurus are could could not really be more different mm-hmm. um but a pisces venus is going to almost maybe stay in a relationship longer like a taurus um not because they just like have to make it work it's because a pisces venus is going to see all the potential and kind of just navigate the relationship through the potential and not necessarily how that relationship is manifesting in real time yeah yeah do do you think that they lean a little bit more into like the romantic idealistic aspect of it and not in like the practical which can be fun but hard and not practical definitely sure cancer venus is going to be all about comfort all about safety you got to crack them out of their little shell you know Um, to get that rich little juicy bits on mm. the inside I did not mean it like that. I believe it or not, my horny ass. I did not mean it like that. I didn't even think you meant it like that. I just liked the I just liked the phrase juicy bitch. Juicy bitch. And I was like my Taurus ass was just like thinking about all you can eat crab at the casino. Like That's mm, what yeah. I meant. <laughs> oh, for one we're on the same pl- page in this retrograde. Wow, I love it. Uh but they're gonna want safety, but they're gonna want comfort. Cancer Venus is very much like let's 
let's start a home. Let's start a family. Like, let's create this space for ourselves, which is really nice as well. I love that that quality of a cancer, just that that appreciativeness of that core base, you know, home that they mm-hmm. that touched them. You know what I mean? Definitely. I love that. They deserve that comfort. Because mm-hmm. they, boy, I feel like boy, oh boy, they have a hard time finding it and trusting. Yeah. You got to break, you got to break through that little, that little crab shale. Yeah, but, so that's, those are, that's Venus through the signs, baby. Venus, so it's just love languages, I feel like. Mm-hmm. A lot of love languages, um, a lot of how, and how you express, how, how your love is actually like manifesting, you know, um, Cause there are ways that we want to be loved and ways that we want to love others, but it, that doesn't always match up with what we're actually doing. Too. Right. I feel like people oftentimes, and this doesn't, this goes beyond Zodiac. I feel like people often show their partners. They love their partners, how they want to be loved, which mm-hmm. is just not what it's not realistic. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm the type of person I've come to the realization recently that I require all love languages but in levels of most important to least important yeah i can see that i don't really think that i am like that i don't know i didn't think about it it doesn't matter do you have lovely uh do you have love languages yeah that you need i'm a quality time acts of service bitch for sure oh i love that yeah Those things really make you feel so good and supported by a partner. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot too, especially with acts of service, to me, it's like they're listening, which is super important to me. Mm -hmm. It's really cute. Cute. So there we've, we've created harmony. We've created balance in the Libra season. (laughs) Reluctantly. (laughs) (laughs) This Libra season has me horny as fuck. Mm, Yeah. I am just like, I want to sit. (laughs) <laughs> on something all the time <laughs> yeah i've definitely what's been... the correlation <laughs> well i mean libra is ruled by venus so it's like i mean it's so funny too because before i was into astrology it's like oh cuffing season blah 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 and then i just realized i'm like oh cuffing season is just libra season like we're just like <laughs> wanting to build those relationships before the holidays yeah what the fuck <laughs> The leaves are turning. I need a new romance. I've been definitely feeling that too. I've been kind of just like, hmm, maybe I should, you know, get a little into something. Maybe I should get a little into whatever. But no. (laughs) You don't want it that bad, apparently. (laughs) Oh, no, I want it. I want it. I just don't have time, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have time. I don't want, I want it. But I don't want it. It doesn't matter. We're not here to talk about me. Fine. <laughs> the, the mysterious Pisces is like, don't, don't look at me. Don't tell them your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we get into the kind of what Libra is all about in general? Yes. I am going to probably talk about Libra from my moon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like what I know. Because I don't want to make broad generalizations for my many Libra friends and have them be like, she's talking about me. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to try to talk about Libra in a way that isn't just based on how I've been personally uh, fucked with by Libras in every fucking placement. A Libra would never. (laughs) A Libra would never. Too sweet and pretty and cute. Mm -hmm. Libra is ruled by Venus, like Taurus. Uh, Libra is a cardinal air is cardinal air 
Uh, Libras are going to be very imaginative. They're going to be very creative. They're going to be very centered around new creative ideas, which is a really beautiful thing about Libra. Mm -hmm. Um, They're going to be very action oriented in terms of like art and beauty. You know, they want things to be a, a Libra is going to walk into a room and have 10 ideas on how to make it more beautiful. Uh, Libra's making great interior decorators. I'll give them that. <laughs> I'll give them that. That's a sweet thing to say about them. Yeah. Interior decorators. What a kind, sweet thing to say. <laughs> I, uh, the thing, yeah, the things that I appreciate about Libra and people often make this sound like it's a bad thing that they always say, are you, are you mad at me? Did I do something wrong? But I just think that that's self-awareness. It is self-awareness. And you know what? Everyone could use a little bit more self-awareness, I feel like. Well, and that is a beautiful thing about Libra, too. Whenever they're saying, like, did I do something wrong? Libras do try to understand. You know, Libra is represented by the scales. They're represented by both sides of the story. And that's because they truly do want to get to an understanding. They want to know about people. They want to know what you're feeling. They want to know what you're thinking. So yeah, that's that's nice too. Yeah, Libras are very diplomatic. They're very about fairness. Um, they're very they're associated with justice. In my opinion, it can be a little bit more of what their idea of fair is, but that's neither here nor there. That could go for anyone. Yeah, that can go for anyone. If you've ever had like a bad experience and you're venting to a Libra might not be the best idea because they're going to play devil's advocate. If what you want in a friend is to be like, yeah, my this person at my work, they did this, this, and this, and I can't believe it, and I'm just having such a bad day, maybe don't say it to a Libra because they're going to play devil's advocate. And for me personally, I don't like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, actually, I want you to blindly agree with me right now. Thanks. 100%. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, Libras can definitely do that, which I actually don't hate. But yeah, it's not always appropriate in that moment. It's like you could wait until tomorrow to tell me that part Mm -hmm. for sure. Or whenever I finally cool down and come back around and be like, yeah, things were resolved. You know, I thought about it and I definitely could have done this different and then be like, yeah, but you know that now and you're moving forward. And like, it could be that conversation. Yeah. But if you want somebody to blindly agree with you because you are hot right now about something, Libra might not be the best. Definitely not. Yeah, I would say that Libra is represented by the scales. It's their sign, which is interesting, or which is their like symbol. It's interesting because it's the only sign in the Zodiac that doesn't have some sort of like bestial or animal or like human form. It's just the scales because it is. And it, it Libra also rules money. So that makes sense. <laughs> it's funny. The word Libra actually means pound, which whenever we talk about a pound of something is LB, that stands for Libra. I think that, that is nuts and so cool. Yeah. It is, it is really cool. So they're, they're about weighing the options. They're about weighing, you know, the solutions. They're about what is, is this equal? Is this balanced? Is this creating harmony? Which is nice. Someone, someone has to do it, I guess. Someone. And it better be a cute person to soften the blow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and they are cute. I'll give them that too. Why do you think Libras are so cute? It's because they're ruled by Venus, baby. That it has to be that like attraction that mm-hmm. they're beautiful. Like uh, the the two sides of Venus, you know, Earth and Venus is about 
comfort. It's about luxury. It's about the touchy feely, goody, goody, gooey, gooey, gooey. And Libra, the other side of that is there about art and beauty and things just being pleasant. Same with their relationships. They just want them to be pleasant, which is why they avoid conflict and, and all of those things. That is something. And I don't enjoy conflict by any means, as even though I am a fire son, you know <laughs> what I mean? I don't enjoy conflict, but tough conversations need to be had. I don't like to stew in those thoughts because they end up just growing mold in my brain and they decay and then they turn into something gross that feels out of my control. I'd rather hash it out and feel better about it. Yeah. Which is interesting because I have a Libra moon. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, you have that Sag at the forefront and then you also have the Gemini and then you also, I mean, you have a Capricorn Mercury, Mm -hmm. you know? So you got a lot of stuff to balance out that, that Libra moon. Thank goodness. I think (laughs) if I had any more Libra placements, I would be the most annoying and sufferable bitch. Even more than I already am. (laughs) (laughs) Libras. Um, no, I, I think Libras play a really important role in, in a chart. You know, I I think some placements are better than others. Like I really love a Libra rising. I really think a Libra rising is a nice view to have, you know, looking at the world through a lens of fairness and, and diplomacy and harmony, I think is really, really nice and beautiful. I think in the moon position, it gets a little iffy. A Libra sun is actually in its fall, um, the sun doesn't really like being in Libra because the sun is all about ego. It's all about the self. And Libra isn't about that at all. Mm-hmm. You know, so the sun is a little bit uncomfy in Libra. I think it can get a little toxic, a little too, like, um, self-absorbed. I actually think it's kind of the opposite. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's like the the ego placement being about others. I see. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes. You know, that can, I mean... It makes me a little bit like, oh, damn, you know what? You should stand up for yourself a little bit more. So many of my Libra friends, they are very much that they will Mm -hmm. put off their needs and their concerns for the sake of appeasing others. Definitely. And it leaves them really wanting and really hurt. And I don't want that for my friends. Ooh, Libras are great gift givers though. (gasps) They're so good. I, it's almost like they, they don't even give you one gift. They give you like a basket of all your favorite things. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, they're so, I mean, they have that like creative intellectual air about them because they are just like taking it in and listening. And yeah, Libras give, I mean, they give the best gifts. They give (laughs) the absolute best gifts. Like seriously, collect some Libras if you're, if you're trying to get, if you're, if your love language is receiving gifts, get a Libra. You know, and if this tells you anything, and I'm no, I'm not speaking from personal experience. I'm speaking on behalf of a friend, but I've had a Libra plan the coolest birthday outing I've mm-hmm. ever had for myself, mm-hmm. and they didn't plan anything for their birthday this year because they didn't know what to do. See, that is so they are not even thinking about themselves, mm-hmm. and in something that they enjoy so much. Yeah, getting like you know 
planning a party, mm-hmm. decorating, yeah. getting groups of friends together. That should be like their bread and butter, but sometimes they put themselves on the back burner and they're not able to do that for themselves. Yeah, it's kind of always what they're doing. Libras are very thoughtful. Damn, am I like switching my opinion on Libra like literally during this podcast maybe? Well, we're just doing a deeper dive and we're understanding them more and it's okay to change your mind. Yeah. <laughs> the Taurus says no, the Gemini says yes. yes exactly, exactly. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Libras are very, very thoughtful. It can get to a place, and this is this is me projecting my own personal experiences mm-hmm. with Libra, with Libras, but that resentment that grows, uh, you know, from not communicating your feelings, from kind of like, oh, I'm putting myself on the back burner and that's not air you know and now you've done this to me yeah that can be really really toxic but i mean and not a, helpful in a relationship totally but an evolved libra i feel like an evolved libra is definitely going to be better about that they're going to be um, more selfless but maybe lean more into their communicative side of being an air sign you know libras who can establish and honor boundaries mm. that's evolved Mm, yeah, that's a really, really good way to put that. Yeah, I like that. I do too. Yeah, maybe they should be thinking more too about what is also fair to themselves and be fair to themselves and that would help them. That's half of it. Yeah. Most of boundaries are just you talking yourself up to be able to do that for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Virgo in that way. It's like Virgos are, are being the butler, butler. to mm-hmm. everyone else, but it's like they need to just kind of be the butler to themselves. Yeah. Okay, Libras, you got me. Ah, I love okay. that. That really wrapped up nice. That is nice. So are we ready for a little something? I think we are ready for a little something. So our next set segment of celestial celestians <laughs> mark our producer is shaking his head <laughs> he loves it he loves it uh, <laughs> covering half his face he's oh like my oh God. God. he's a he's a sagittarius it's fine <laughs> you are yeah december or november december. what december what on the 10th cute, cute. you're kind of <laughs> He hates it. <laughs> we're, we're gonna be we're gonna be hounding him for his big three after we oh wrap, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm very excited for our our guest. <laughs> no, who who we're gonna be talking about on um, celestial lesbians because honestly, one of my favorite queers. One of my favorite queers. Oh my god, I, sweet baby. I'm like gonna be like trembling the entire time we talk about her. My mouth just got wetter. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm salivating more. I'm salivating, but not from the same place you are. That was disgusting. <laughs> that was the Pisces. Please ignore it. <laughs> that was grotesque, Brooke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this Libra season, baby. <laughs> I'm so horny all the time. Uh, it's going to be Zoe Kravitz. We're talking about Zoe fucking Kravitz today. A beaut, a gem, talent beyond belief. She is, I mean, she she just hits, I mean, beautiful, talented, funny, smart. Empathetic. Intuitive, just, oh God. I really want to dive into her chart because obviously I'm a fan of her son, but mm-hmm. I really, really want to want to get into the to the rest of it. Yeah. Uh, our girl Zoe, she is a Sagittarius sun, a Virgo moon, and a Libra 
rising. That just seems like a romantic, fun little baby. That is a that is somebody who is very balanced. You know, she's got that Sagittarius sun, that optimistic, forward, philosophical, philosophical head, and that Virgo moon, that like truly just nurturing, emotional, earthy place. Love that. And then a Libra rising, smart, creative, hot. 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 And just, yeah, I like I said, Libra Risings, like having that kind of fairness lens is, I think, a really beautiful placement. You look at her, and I'm not just saying this because she doesn't shave her armpits, but you would, <laughs> you would think she has a lot of earth placements. <laughs> you would think. Um, I mean, she definitely. I'm, has a fair amount, I'm sure. Yeah, she does have, she has some strong, most of her earth placements are in her outer planets, so it's not going to be right as at the forefront but i mean she's got a cancer mc which obviously isn't earth it's water but cancer because of how kind of feely and sensual it is always gives me a little bit of earth vibes as well yeah 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 i never i never have thought about that mm-hmm. before well and as a taurus like i relate to cancers in in the sense of like we both want comfort and security and safety and and all of those things um yeah i think it's i think it's great uh, her chart ruler, which what a chart ruler is, is whatever your rising sign is, look at the planet that rules that sign. So in this case, she's a Libra rising. Libra is ruled by Venus. So to find her chart ruler, we're going to find Venus in her chart. So her chart ruler is her Venus in the second house, and she is a Scorpio Venus. <laughs> You need a moment. I... <laughs> Where am I? I blacked out for 20 minutes just now. <laughs> yeah. her. So her Venus is in Scorpio in the second house. So that is someone who is deeply passionate, deeply passionate about relationships, deeply passionate about art. Uh, in the second house, second house rules like money and like physical things. Um, so, I mean, it's she's going to want as, as much as Scorpio is a water sign, she does want that expression to be tangible as well. You know, um, tangible, but maybe secretive. She's not super public about it. Not super public about it. She, she's going to be, yeah, it's going to be secretive. It's going to be kind of Scorpio's one. It's, wants it that depth and I think that also translated to being like this is us this is our thing it's like we talked about earlier that it's like creating an entirely new world together yeah yeah absolutely which is really really beautiful so passionate so loyal yeah she's going to be someone who takes her relationships very seriously and wants to be transformed by them and that's really you know I love that shit I'm into that shit I just feel like her placements check out so much with her parents too, Mm. with the style. I mean, I don't know about their charts. Mm -hmm. I'm interested to look into them now, but just with the, their aesthetic Mm -hmm. and their um, work that they've Mm -hmm. done and the things that they've created and in that style, that kind of makes sense with how she is. Yeah. Like really pairs up well. I think so. I think so. I mean, and especially too, like, Sponet, I love her. You know, she's very, very passionate and she's very, like, headstrong. And I feel like that translates into a lot of, 
you know, some of Zoe's placements as well. But yeah, she's got that emotional cancer midhaven, which I think people would guess that she would be like a Taurus or a cancer. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that definitely tracks. Um, And that means she's also going to put her emotional intuitive foot forward in her work life and in her public persona. Like trust it and lean into it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Absolutely. I think too, um, interestingly enough, her Venus um, is trying her midhaven. So that's going to be something that her work is going to be very creative too. And it's going to be imaginative. You know, I mean, she's one of those people you look and you're like, you know, that bitch has an eye for art, not only from her Libra rising from this placement as well. You know, that's going to be someone who's not going to work on projects that she's not passionate about. For sure. And interestingly enough, her Pluto is also trying her midhaven. So because her Pluto is is a conjunct her Venus. And so what conjunction means is that they're just right. Right next to each other. Uh-huh. Um, so that's going to be someone who is also really powerful in their work. It's going to be, they want transformative work. They want deeply personal, probably deep, pieces of work. Deeply, deeply personal. And it's going to be kind of like, she, she's going to feel that same way about her work as she does about her relationships. There's also going to be a loyalty to that. But the nice thing is her having that Sagittarius son. She's probably not going to be someone who gets bogged down and, and, and tries to make something happen that doesn't need to happen. For sure. So that's really nice. I'm thinking about the things that I've seen her in and I loved her in Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. It was such like a deeply emotional. I mean, it, it was a serious show and the thing and her role in that show was such a place of vulnerability mm. and like, but still power and strength. And I, I bet that was that was why she broke through so mm-hmm. much in that role, I think is because she was able to like really tap in. And that was like a fun piece for her to like work on because it was so emotional. It was kind of secretive. The character mm-hmm. had like lots of secrets. I just love that. I've never seen the show, but I definitely, um, I can see her very much like like that character sounds very much like how she is in in real life i think that they definitely typecast her and she Uh said and she said i'll i'll see that and raise you Mm -hmm. and that's why she was so explosive i mean the to be truthful the the show is very good. The whole cast is wonderful. But her and Nicole Kidman were the standouts on the show because of their performances. I love that. Her uh, Mars is in her sixth house. Um, it's in Aries. So even though like that's Aries home, you know what I mean? Mars mm-hmm. loves being in Aries. So that's comfy there. It's comfy there. It's it's passionate. I mean, and in the sixth house, the sixth house rules day-to-day routine in life. So, I mean, that's somebody who cares very deeply, very strongly about her day-to-day. She's she's one of those people that is like, no, uh, my day-to-day is is the most important to me thing to me. It's just like how I move forward. I can see her very much being someone who's like, it has to kind of, she has to have her routine and her life, her day-to-day life together to move forward. You know, I mean, she's still going to be adaptable because of that Sagittarius and because of that Virgo, you know, moon placement. Adapting, being able to adapt. Absolutely. But she's, she's definitely going to like, okay, no, I need this for myself. Yeah. All this water in her chart is, is really nice. Um, I think that 
why is why too that she kind of gives this air of calm mm-hmm. you know she has this like very tranquil kind of feel to her i thought i was trying to guess what i thought her sun sign would be and i it was screaming pisces or taurus to me mm-hmm. yeah just like emotional but also earthy yeah and, but I, I i like that she's a sagittarius yeah but i mean like her coming off as both emotional and earthy you said taurus and pisces i mean that cancer mc is kind mm-hmm. of like if taurus and pisces made a baby honestly yeah and so that really really tracks i don't know what do you from what we've talked about what do you think is her fruitiest placement uh I mean, her Venus. Yeah. Scorpio Venus does feel fruity as hell. Just specifically with her, because it just feels like that's a safe little quiet secretive place that she can like get away from herself Mm -hmm. a little bit. And I think that that's very gay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I also think too, just like the depths of being queer kind of, kind of takes it there too. I think so too. Yeah. I think when I look at it, at least I feel like that Virgo moon is a very, very fruity placement. I think of Virgo moon because it's like, I mean, I think about just classic like queer, especially like women, you know, mm-hmm. it's like I'm going to just like do everything for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I want to make you breakfast in bed. Mm-hmm. I want to feel and nurture your emotions. Let's run errands together. Yeah, Let's plan really nice lovely trips together yeah yeah i feel like that's super duper queer as well cute i love that yeah i mean she really she's a hard she you can she's one of those people that you look at and you can see all of those placements for sure and i mean even the labor rising libra rules the skin and she's got beautiful skin. Gorge. Yeah. Libra Risings, they tend to have dimples, which is... Like, really? Yeah. Libra Risings have mm-hmm. dimples? Or oh, really, Libra Placements have dimples. Oh, cute. Yeah. I feel like most of the Libras I know actually do have dimples, like really any prominent Libra Placements. That's one of my favorite things is to hear about common physical characteristics and their association with signs. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested to, because she is such a beautiful person and so unique in mm-hmm. her aesthetic and the way she looks. Mm-hmm. And there aren't many people like her in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, I'm curious what, what part of her, like what some of her placements you think attribute to her physical appearance. Definitely that Libra rising, mm-hmm. just Libra risings are going to just Libra in the first house is just going to make you beautiful. Mm-hmm. honestly yeah her skin beautiful also your parents are zoe kravitz or i'm sorry <laughs> lenny, kravitz, lenny kravitz and lisa bonet, lisa bonet. Yeah. come on absolutely yeah yeah uh her venus that scorpio venus like i feel like her eyes are just intense and magnetic those over the sh- over the eyebrow mm-hmm. like sort of gaze the lips slightly parted mm-hmm. yeah i feel like if she looked into my eyes um all of my insides would just bubble out i would spontaneously combust <laughs> Yeah. Or just melt like an ice cream cone. Yeah. Under a blowtorch. Definitely. I think too that that cancer midhaven, I think, and it's less about her actual physical appearance and more her energy of just like, I am safe and comfortable and like, cool as a cucumber. Even though Libra placements care a lot about beauty and aesthetic, Mm -hmm. I feel like she isn't the type of person I bet she gets annoyed with hearing about, you know, how beautiful she is. Any pretty person. 
if somebody's going to come up to you and be like, I'm hitting on you right now, you're so beautiful. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, but what else? Yeah. What else about me? Yes. You know what I mean? And I be- I have a feeling she's also like that. <laughs> I, I think that's really true. Like Venus is, is, you know, how you love and, but also what you value. And that Venus being so close to her Pluto and Pluto being so intense and deep. Mm-hmm. and transformative it's like i can't imagine what she values is is that superficial 100 percent. yeah and being a sagittarius son yeah. philosophical she wants to talk about you know i bet i bet she does vibe really well with an aquarius mm, you know, i see that for sure saying you know being able to have those 2 a.m conversations about the meaning of life and how you got to where you are and the worst decisions you've made in your life, but how they brought you here. Like those kind of conversations, Mm -hmm. you know, I bet she just digs it. Zoe, let us know if we're completely spot on with our analysis. Uh Well, and one other thing that I wanted to point out was that Virgo moon is in the 11th house, which is the house of community and relationships and friends. So Mm. it does make sense to her vibing with an Aquarius because a Aquarius has that very much like community feel, but it's, I mean, I bet she's a fantastic friend. I bet she is somebody who would always go to bat for her friends and her community. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like she's, that's where she is nurtured, you know? I think so too. Mm -hmm. I bet she's the type of friend that she just gets an inkling like, I need to call this person and calls them and they're yeah. like, yeah, I have been having just like a really rough week. And then she just listens. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even like really need to offer advice. Just n- listens. Yeah. She provides that. She holds that space for her friends. Oh, I love her. I love her. I love her. <laughs> I love them. Well, I want to meet her or just like take her sandwich order. and <laughs> give her a sandwich i want to like follow her around on her errands and just like hold her purse yeah i want to hold her bags for i want to make her bed yeah i want to fold her fitted sheets yeah definitely i want to like you know keep her coffee warm by just like holding it next to my chest (sighs) (sighs) just getting into it (laughs) yeah she's just like Thank you, Brooke. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't be a dick, but it's just like that's, that's very more than enough. Yeah. Thank you very much. That's that's fine. <laughs> that you yeah, thank you. That's enough. I really love her chart. Yeah, she has a really just yeah, a lovely you can it's it's one of those charts you look at and you're just like, wow, this seems like a really just special person to be around. Her whole chart seems really fucking gay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, fuck, Lib- Libra. <laughs> Brittany, Brittany. Do you have anything else to say about Libra? Anything else to mention? Libra, what I want to challenge you to do during this hellscape of a retrograde is try to establish some boundaries for yourself. Mm-hmm. Take some time to really think about what you want to do for yourself in these next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess, yeah, next two two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and really take care of yourself. Your, if your birthday's coming up, you know, just, just, just make a plan, make a plan yeah. to do something special for yourself. Cause you deserve a nice little party. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I would say to our, to our Libras, you know, Libra is the, is the fall equinox, you know, it's, it's when the colors are turning. It's, I know you guys don't like icky conversations and conflict, but a part, a part of that balance is like, you know, fall fall is when the things start to die and Libra's bringing balance even with that, you know, 
And so it's like sometimes even the things that are unpleasant have to happen Mm -hmm. for good things to come in. There has to be the death for that regrowth in the future. Exactly. So maybe hold on to that part of yourself. And just remind yourself that it doesn't last forever. Yeah. That's just a good fucking lesson for everyone. Totally. And also, like, just pick something for dinner, for fuck's sakes. If I give you three options of places to eat out, please don't ask for me to name a fourth. Oh, my God. Because I will make blue box and you won't get any of it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'm Brooke. And I'm Brittany. And this has been Gemadike Rising. Cute. Cool. Print it. Thank you.